Yo, what's up? This is the Man Up Podcast, and we are live. Your host, Jake Reeves, Tyler Copeland, and Wesley Dunham. Let's go, baby. That was Wes Dunham's first intro oh, to the I Man Up Podcast. That was dope. And you sound a little bit like Morgan Freeman or some shit. That shit was beautiful. Dang. And some, he he is from Mississippi. Something. I might can start you know. narrating stuff then. I'm gonna do it. I need to get my country accent we, way, way better. Nah, bro. You need to like be super country. Hey yo. Yeah. Hey yo yeah. Hey, yeah. You need to embrace <laughs> that Texas shit. Hey yo yeah. That Texas stuff. I thought we was gonna have him on this weekend. Awesome. I forgot about that. Yeah. Since his fight. Yeah, I, I never even thought of to ask him. Huh. That's okay though. I don't think it'd be hey like it is. No. But, it, but it do. <laughs> Now, Tyler, you said you had something you've been wanting to talk to me about for the last two weeks. God, man. What is it, man? Thank you. I'm glad you asked right off the bat. This I heard new. a story about you the other day. And you want to know if it's true? And I want to know some details about it. Okay. So, uh. Is this a story I'm going to have to cut off the podcast? No. Okay. Nah, this is old shit. It don't have nothing to do with nobody but you. Okay. And your antics. <clears throat> As a young man. Okay. High school. Let's go. Okay. You're running for class president yeah that's true what all kind of bullshit you pull out your ass to win that anything no i didn't pull nothing damn you, you won class president yeah two years in a row damn i never known that about i've known you for a long fucking time you ain't spit no bullshit that. about no dr peppers in the vending machine and nothing like that uh, i didn't have to i'll tell you a funny story about that come on man um, give me a little something about it it's really not there's really not a lot to say about it i I ran my, I think my freshman year at a new school and I lost. You beat the girl who got mad at you, right? She didn't really get mad. mad. I think her mom got mad at her. She did. Um, Well, then the story was told to me a little different. Tell tell me how the story was told. I'll tell you what's true and what's not true. I don't remember how the story was told. That's why I wanted your. Well, let me, what details do you remember about the story? I'll tell you. Dr. Peppers in in the soda machine. I didn't say no shit about no Dr. Peppers in the soda machine. Whoever told you that, that ain't true. There was no Dr. Pepper in the soda machine. You was like, if y'all vote me class president, I'll make sure. I might have said said some bullshit like that being funny. Okay. I probably probably said a lot of bullshit like that being kind of just joking. I went to a really small school. Well, how many people took you serious? I don't know. I if, get everybody seat cushions. If anybody ever takes me seriously, that's on you because I'm never serious. The problem is, though, <laughs> I'm never serious unless I am, in which case that's a, problem. a lot like of times me. you really don't know yeah, when like it me. is and when it's not. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm not serious, but when I am serious, you don't know when I'm always being serious because a lot of times I just be spouting some bullshit just because i have that problem it's thursday you know yeah especially when you're the boss it's a problem Oh no it's super shit because i'm like hey i need you motherfuckers to do <laughs> i'm like i'm dead fucking serious yeah, i know that's that's see i got the flip problem i'm like bro I'm everybody fine. always thinks i'm serious even when i'm not your problem is nobody thinks you're serious yeah, when you are being serious super fucked because i'm still like the same yeah my mannerisms are the same but that's why i hit that, hit that. gotta hit them with that little i don't have enough thing you is know that what man? yeah just today you just developed that? Yeah, today. Oh, That's nice. new. I like Brought it. it straight to you. No, if you're listening to the podcast, you have no idea what we're talking about. But Tyler says he developed this new thing where he puts his thumb and his index finger on his chin and rubs his chin with his fingers and kind of looks uh, knowingly and then says, I don't fucking know when he doesn't know something <laughs> instead of just being like, I don't fucking know. So, but it looks super smart at it, first, it right? It does. I'll tell you a funny story about that, though. So I went to school at a very small school. There was only 80-something kids in my entire high school. There was 20, like 24 people in my class. Damn. Um, yeah, my For senior real? class is like 20-something people, huh. low 20s. Um, super small school. And um, when you go to a small school like that, there's some upsides and there's some downsides. My, my two sons start there in the fall. So I'm excited to see how that's going to play out. 
don't think so. No, Luke maybe. Is there still some of the same teachers there? Yeah, there's a lot of the same teachers. They're probably sitting here like, you know what though? Like in some ways though, I was a really good kid, in some ways I was a really bad kid. So like some of the a lot of teachers that didn't like me aren't there anymore. It's only pretty much the teachers that did like me that are still there. So like, who's going to be teaching Sawyer? His teacher remembers me really well. So he's like, you know, she's talking to him like, "Are you going to be a big football player like Daddy?" And he's like, "No, I'm going to play basketball," and uh, because he just wants to be different, you know. Right. And that's cool. Like, I don't care as long as you ain't playing soccer, because soccer is a communist sport. Let's be honest, okay? Soccer, (laughs) soccer is for communists. It's for communists, and it's kind of like dressing up for Halloween. It's okay to play soccer until about twelve years old. You spend that shit, but they make bread. They make like NFL. Right, okay, that's fine, that's, and it's cool if you are a communist. And let's be honest, I'll be a communist. How many bastard. people? Okay, if you if you're playing at that level million. and you making two hundred million, I don't. If you making a hundred thousand dollars a year playing soccer, I ain't hating. <laughs> if you making a hundred thousand dollars a year about playing soccer, I ain't hating. You're Dude, a you're communist. kicking a ball around a grassy field all day, and you make a hundred thousand dollars a year. I ain't hating on that at all. But if you playing like if you're like a high school kid playing soccer, and I know you got to get through that stage. <laughs> You know what I mean? But I'm going to hate on you the whole time. Like, <laughs> it's just a lame sport. I'm sorry. You gotta it's just be blowing, a lame sport. You got to be blowing folks out to not get made fun of. You know what I'm saying? Even like, if you are. You got to be you the gotta, truth. You got to have something else going for you. You got to be like really. Yeah, hell you be like at kicking a, the football. Like a David Beckham or be really good at kicking the football or something. I like, mean, because most soccer players, let's be honest, they kick the shit out of field goals too. You I don't know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah, sure. A lot of them come from soccer. Soccer yeah. backgrounds all the time. That makes sense. But I'm just saying, soccer's a comedy sport. I don't want my so kids to play soccer. if you're a bitch boy who plays soccer, it'd be smart of you to also play football. So yeah. Don't get I'm, I'm just janked. saying, like, we didn't. We don't even have a soccer team at the school I went to. There is no soccer team. We played the big three. As, as a dude, you can play one of the big three. You can play football, basketball, baseball. I can't believe you had enough players to field a football team. Did y'all have softball there? Oh, yeah, it was the girls. Eight, it was okay. eight, I mean, I was, man. Yep. Anyway, yeah, it was eight, man. Well, we had enough. We could play 11 because we had – when I played, we had, like, 30-something people on the team. Oh, really? Because the whole team played. The like whole we school talking played. 9 through 12? Yeah. Okay, okay. It's 9 through 12, and 9 plays both JV and varsity. So, them some tired little motherfuckers, ain't Not really, because they, no. they don't practice on oh, game day for the JV. So, JV plays, like, Thursday night, and then we play again Friday night. But, oh. you know, they don't, oh, they don't, the same they don't have to practice. Yeah, it's not the same day. And then, um, like, when – when we play, like, all right, like, we if we had to travel more than two hours, they just shut the school down. The school closed. Because between the football, all right, you had 30-something people on 20, like, 28, 29 people on the football team. You had, like, 20 cheerleaders. That's over half the school. Everybody. Like, the, the classrooms are empty once the football team and the cheerleaders go to go to game. So what kind of dipshit you'll be if you just sit in that motherfucker with nobody else in there, like... Right. Well, and they're like, we got to pay the teachers to sit up in here and, like... <laughs> three kids who are still here, like, man, we're some fucking losers. Right. Cause, we play basketball. Because the thing about it is, even, like, where I went to school, even the losers played football. Everybody played. So everybody, like, everybody, like, y'all had camaraderie with I think everybody. it was a good thing, though. Yeah, because we were cool. Yeah. Like, there's nothing that builds camaraderie, like, being on a team together. Right. Like... I don't care the most. You put the most racist dude on the planet, and you he plays for like the Atlanta Falcons. Nine of his ten best friends are gonna all be black. One hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like oh, it's yeah. just the way that it is. Yeah, that's my phone went off. Uh, that's just the way that it is. Like, like you. Like I remember when I started playing it. I didn't start playing there till uh, my sophomore year. I had to sit my junior year out because I traded. I trained schools in the same division, and you could you had to sit one semester of sports out when you what do that. Division. A manual? Yeah, I went from a manual. Okay. Victory. So, uh, 
anyway, I had to sit one semester out. I started my sophomore year of football up there. And anyway, um, back on the point, I went to a really small school. We were talking about running for president. And the girl I ran against had been going to school there for what? Nothing. Back on the point. We good. Go yeah, I was just loud. It was loud. Barked spot. at my yeah. motherfucking oh, My bad. I turned it down a little bit. Um, so back on our original point, the girl that I ran against had been going to school there since she was a little kid. Her mom was a counselor, whatever. And um, anyway. That the ham girl, that's right. Mm-mm. No. No, the, her, her, the ham girl, her dad was the principal. Okay. So I had the girl whose mom was a school counselor and the girl whose dad was the principal and the head football coach were all in my class. Anyway, I ran against her and I lost my, fr- my freshman year. I didn't run my sophomore year and then I beat her my junior year. But it was funny because like we had a bunch of new kids in there and I ended up winning by a lot. And like it was a bunch of girls that all had won it every single year. And then junior year, they all lost. What did it, what did it entail for you to be class president? What nothing, not a do? damn thing. Not a damn thing. Just a title. Nothing. It's a title for college resumes. Nothing. I did nothing. Literally nothing. I didn't have to make it. There was no decision making. There was no – at bigger schools, there, there may be. You know, at, funny. Our I school lost, was literally just a title. I lost my uh, class presidency by very little. Okay. Um, I bought it. But I remember in the sixth in the sixth grade, as we were going to junior high, we had to have a class president in junior high. Did I tell you all this before? Uh-uh. You? No? Anyway, so I remember the teacher asked, like, I just want to see a raise of hands. Like, we're going to ask who wants to go into running for it, right? And then a raise of hands of, where's my cup? I don't need that shit. Fuck it. I drank out the bottle. Where's my cup? Just tell it. Just tell it. Anyway. So there was only one girl in the class who ran. And nobody really liked her because she was so bitchy. No offense. Um, but so it got down to like the countdown, you know? Okay, okay. Nobody else is going to run. So she's going to win by default, right? Nobody else is going to run. There's a bunch of fucking little thug-ass motherfuckers in my class. And me. Stupid ass, little dumb ass, white another, ass, another thug, thug ass, ass motherfucker. motherfucker, and and she, teacher starts countdown like five, four, three, two, and I throw my hand up on one. I'm like, fuck that, she can't win, she can't win. She's a bitch. She's in sixth grade and she's a bitch already. She can't win. So they voted me in. Cool. So then we went to like. The main one where all three classes had somebody picked, and it was two girls against me, so I finished second place. But I don't know about how much. Everybody's like, "Oops, closer than you think." I was like, "No, it probably wasn't. Cause I'm a piece of shit. Nobody probably voted for me, but me. I didn't even vote for me to be honest." Oh, you didn't? Fuck no. <laughs> I didn't want to win. I think the girl who, uh, my senior, my freshman, my I'm sorry, my, I think my junior or senior, when we ran, I think I won by like I I, I got like 22 votes. Right. There's only 24 people in the class. Damn, that's fucking, that's unanimous pretty much. Yeah, so like her and like her best friend voted for her. And like, but it was funny because she had like five best friends. Dang, that's someone voted for you. Well, that's and crazy. At least three yeah. of them voted for me. Like, because they were like, they really told me, they were like, you lost by like four votes. I was like, I don't believe you. I don't believe you at all because I voted for her. Yeah. The so girl who won. Is who you voted for? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I thought she was best fit for it. Yeah. But I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to be stuck doing some bullshit. I mean, I had detention every day. What am I going <laughs> to... I literally... Just, at your four. school, there may be something to it. With At our school, there was literally absolutely know, nothing to it. I don't know if there's anything to it, but I can I, tell you what they do now. I was technically supposed to do the the reunion. reunion. I didn't even do that. That is all the go. fuck they do is a 10-year reunion. 
I didn't even go to I my didn't ten either. year reunion. You know how many people do you want to know how many people went to my ten year reunion? How many? Four. Really? Out of like fifty or sixty I people. I think ten is really a really low number, and I think when you get to twenty, the numbers go up. Well they went Because they, like you're not at ten years out, you're still building your life. You're not really like looking back. No, I'm not there to compete with you know what but I mean? a lot of people like want to show up to be like, mm, Flex. Yeah, I'm doing better than all these motherfuckers. Yeah. And at my 10, I was like, hmm, according to Facebook, I'm doing better than these motherfuckers. So fucking. You know why I didn't go? Uh, there was The main reason was my son had just had surgery like two days before. On his forehead? Mm-hmm. Forehead. My son didn't have no surgery on his forehead. On his, on his nuts. On his dick balls. Nuts. What happened to his nuts? He, you know, his nuts looked like my nuts used to look like. Oh, he had a hernia. It wasn't a hernia. It was a fluid sack. That you get the Sawyer loop, loop, and it's supposed to seal off, but his didn't. It kept getting bigger, like, and it looked like he had hernia, but he didn't. So the surgery was real similar to a hernia surgery, hmm. but he got mesh. I don't uh, know because oh. it wasn't a, it wasn't a hernia, so he didn't have, need a hernia mesh. Oh, um, they just had to take the fluid sack out. I didn't know this. And so I ha- he had that surgery. He got a scar on his nutsack. Not on, it's not on your nutsack. Oh. The scar is up like above, like in your pub area. Yeah, My pubic area. So he had surgery like two days before it, and I'm gonna be completely honest. You want to? Go I liked that? everybody in my class, but I had like a few like that I had like my clique of friends, mm-hmm. and I knew none of them were gonna be there. Yeah, because you kick it with them most of the time, huh? Well, yeah, I, I knew Joe wasn't gonna be, wasn't gonna come. Uh, my other friends, I, I was I was pretty cool with Alan Fisher. They, I knew they yeah, wouldn't come in. No. I was friends with Justin Shaw. He might go, but me and Justin weren't like super super tight or anything. My best friend was Joe. You know, in high school, my best friend was were Joe and Canyon. Right, right. I know. You know, Canyon didn't go to school with us, and Joe wasn't going. And then me. Don't forget about me. I didn't meet you until after senior year. You yeah, know it was after about? I graduated. I got friends. Yeah, with you. I was like, <laughs> I went to my ten year. Like I'm nothing. due for my twenty year this year. Actually, coming up. You what now? I went to my ten year and my twenty years this year. You went to your twenty year. Your twenty years already coming up. It's coming up this year. You old oh, boy. You old Bro, boy. My ten year just happened. Hey, how did how did how did that ten year fare up? How did you square up with everybody in your ten year? I was he I'd done been to war three fucking times. They couldn't touch me. Oh, <laughs> I didn't give a fick fuck what any of them fick guys fuck. had done. Dang, yeah. bro. There was a lot of them had been to school and like already. You know, I was like, man, I done, I done flown around the world fucking several times and I made it back safe. So I'm cool. See, I've never done that. So you got me beat it there. I never been to war and I never been around the world. So. And that's why you're Mister Belvedere. Mister, <laughs> like Mister Smart Guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's that's West's new nickname, Mister Belvedere. Belvedere. I like that, Mister like Belvedere. That. Hang that. on. It's too long, though. Nah. Mr. Belvedere? Mr. B. Mr. B. <laughs> Mr. B. But everybody who listens to this episode know what it means. Right. Yeah, if you listen to this episode, you know what's up. Stick with the show. Don't be a chump. Yeah, no. Uh, but no, I, there was there was nothing crazy that went around my, my, my senior class reunion. Um, I mean, not reunion. Uh, presidency run. Oh, wasn't well, not that, that, wasn't not that No. It wasn't, it wasn't nothing. Man, I've been getting built up super hard. Yeah. I'm sorry to let you down, man. I mean, they're, they're pro- I did a lot of, I said a lot of bullshit just being funny. Right. You know. But maybe, maybe you only do he remembers all the funny shit you were saying. Right, because he sat me with his, at the lunch table and shit when I was spitting all that stupid shit. So. Oh, uh, you were spitting like shit getting ready for it. Just bullshit. No, just bullshit. Like yeah. what we would do at a exactly. Arby's. Just, just bullshitting. We were just bullshitting. Well, I'm going to run for presidency and I'm going to legalize hookers and cocaine you know what i'm saying i'm, I'm with it actually hey i like that i'm with it i'm a libertarian <laughs> no prohibition did y'all ever see that that news clip where that guy uh, that lady was asking him what he was gonna do if he won the lottery oh yeah <laughs> He's a lot of cocaine, cocaine and hookers <laughs> yeah and she was that like was, oh okay and just heard <laughs> that was so funny that was actually me and i didn't win 
I'm sure that guy didn't either. But at least he's honest, because that's what most people do when they win the lottery. Guaranteed, hey. that's what he was gonna do. Yeah, that's what most people do. Most people, most people don't do smart shit with lottery money. People that's why they, they, you have the lottery curse, because most people can't handle money. Oh, for sure, dude. I, at work, we have to <laughs> talk all the time. I don't know if it's everywhere, but it's like, uh, oh, lottery's up. 100 bill what are you gonna do with it i'm like dude i'll be dead in two weeks don't fucking worry about it hell yeah most people don't need to win it i'll be dead in two weeks most people that win the lottery are a drug addict or are broke and destitute within five years they call it the lottery curse because most people that win it are just absolute like shitheads. they're crazy shitheads because they you know when you when you get something like that for free and you didn't have to earn it and you're just handed it you don't know how to handle it no you're just like oh well let me do all the things i always wanted to do you know dog i think i can handle it I'm gonna just I, tell I believe you, I can handle it for real. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to get. At this age, if I'd have won the lottery 15 years ago, you'd have blown it. At 19, 20, you'd have blown it. I'd have made some good now. investments. I'd be okay right now, but I'm oh, okay man, right I'm now. I'm not going to do it now. Who, who's familiar with the cars, the Chevrolet cars back in like the 50s or something? The cool one. How the one familiar? with the fins and the. Yeah, like an old oh, Bel Air. A Bel Air, that's exactly it. So I was gonna, I was like, I'm going to get a fucking. This is what I said. I said, I'm going to get a Chevy Bel Air. I'm going to pimp that motherfucker out like pimp my ride you talking about if you won the lottery yeah that's what you do i'm gonna fill the trunk with cocaine and i'm gonna have strippers swimming in it and they were like how many strippers you can put in the trunk at least two <laughs> i'm not gonna close it they're not gonna die okay it's like then i'm just gonna smell them like hmm you smell like essence of pablo escobar you know what i mean like uh, this was years ago it probably has changed now i may not be dead in two weeks now three four nah i might be all right but anyways, that was that was me at a young man's age when they asked, like, oh, what are you going to do? I'll like, be fucking dead in two weeks. So you know what I, what I think would be worse for me would be winning, like, Publisher's Clearinghouse. Oh, my God, no. That would be the dopest shit ever. I'd, I'd, I'd go crazy then because, I like, I always know I got another know check coming. coming. yeah. So, like, when I win that big chunk of change, that would, like, I would have anxiety about winning that much money in a lump sum because a lump sum is, like, I got to figure out how to hold on to it and invest it so I, this lasts me the rest of my life. If I know I'm going to get a check for the rest of my life, five thousand dollars a week for the rest of my life, but that's yeah, I'm finna just I mean, blow that shit. You're gonna have to save it to do some crazy shit with it, though. Do I mean, to do some real crazy stuff, yeah. Do they still do the publisher clear now? Yeah, I think so. Really? I, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. yeah, they do. Man, we ought to prank the fuck out of somebody with one of those. Oh man, show up to their house with four hundred balloons, fucking ten bouquets of flowers, and a big ass check. Oh my couple of god, suits. dude! That <laughs> would be crazy. Taylor. At the end, that'd be crazy. <laughs> Let's do it to Taylor. But it's got to be somebody who we know is actually like registered to oh. win Publisher Clearinghouse. You can do it, it to me. I'll help. Do it to you? I'm kidding. I am registered. Oh, you are. I was at one time. Are you really? Hell yeah! I want to get that money. Bro. How do you do it? You just sign up online. Yeah, I didn't know. I'm just you know I'm always there. It's fucking good. Father's Day, bro. What do you mean? Father's Day shots, man? It is. <clears throat> man, Tyler, just uh. You say a lot of curse words, man. We're out. We're past ten minutes in. I can. Oh, okay. I got you. Um, That's fair, right? That was the fairness. One thing I do want to talk about today, uh, a, a subject matter <laughs> that I want to talk about that's been really it's on my it's oh, on yeah, my board. I was, I was telling the story. And I actually wrote it on my both of my boards. I wrote it on my board and I wrote it on the board for my podcast topic. Something that a guy that I know, his name is uh, Sean Merrill. He he did a call with Allen's Legacy Group. And what he was talking about in it, and we talked in person. He, he worked out. When me and Alan went down there, I was sparring with Alan. He was down there working out with the son beforehand. And so he did the deadlifts with us and stuff. And Sean, he played football at LSU, and he also played ball at uh, uh, Southern Miss. I don't want to hear about it. And uh, just because he didn't play at your team? Yeah. Uh, just because he played at LSU. I hate LSU. That's I mean, I don't like him either. But cheers on the on for the shot, guys. Cheers for Sean. I'm just kidding. But he's a cool guy. 
and he was talking about I don't actually know if he actually played it down at LSU. He got injured. He tore his calf muscle off of his leg his freshman year, and then he had to transfer to uh, – transfer. that hurt. Yeah. He ended up transferring to Southern Miss, and then he played the entire season at Southern Miss with his pectoral torn off. That gone. Um, but what he was talking about was – Motherfuckers is built different. Something that uh, I really liked, and it was the concept of there is no tomorrow. So when you hear there is no tomorrow, you can hear a lot of different things. You might be thinking, like, we're going to die today or whatever. But what he was talking about when he says there is no tomorrow is the concept that, like, quit living your life for tomorrow. Right. So often we put everything off for tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. Right. Like, the concept of understanding that tomorrow is not a real thing. It I like doesn't, that. It doesn't fucking exist. There's no such thing as tomorrow. And there's no such thing as yesterday. Yesterday is a memory. It only lives in your head. Anything you hold on to from yesterday is a lie. Anything you're thinking, anything that you're thinking forward to on tomorrow is nothing but a, but a, a vision. It's not real. The only thing you possess on this planet is the moment that now. you're in right at this second. It's the only thing that's real. Nothing else is real. What happened five years ago is not real. It's not real. What happened yesterday is not real. What happened last minute when we started this podcast isn't real. It's recorded, but it's not real. It was real. It was, but it's not real now. Not now. The only thing that can be changed, the only thing you have any power over at all is this exact moment. So stop living in the past. Stop living stop in the future. Stop living in the future. Start living for now. Right. And that I doesn't mean have the most as much fun as you can right now. Stop putting shit off for tomorrow. Because you always talk to people who have goals, who want to do things with their life, and they're always like, one of these days, oh boy, when I win the lottery, when my number comes in, oh, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to do something I love. I'm going to start a construction company. I'm going to start a real estate investment company. I'm going to go into show business. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. And they live their whole life wrapped up in this bubble of tomorrow, hating today on the hope that maybe one day tomorrow is going to come and it's going to be better. But they don't do shit to get there. But you don't do a fucking thing to get there. Hey. You're not doing shit to get there. Hey. What the fuck are you doing, bro? You preaching right What now. are you doing? You're living your whole life wrapped up in something that doesn't even exist, and you're not even working to get to tomorrow. You're just waiting to, for tomorrow to come to you. And tomorrow is going to come, but you know what? If you don't do anything you're that's different. You're in the same fucking spot you're in now. Exactly. You're going to be doing the same thing tomorrow you're doing right now if you're not constantly taking action to be where you want to be. Now, you have a lot of people, like me, for instance, okay? I've done okay. I know I'm not where I want to be. I don't know exactly what my next step is. So for me, a lot of times I get really stressed out because I don't know what my next step always is. When I Because I've sort of done everything that 21-year-old me wanted to do. You know what I mean? Like 21-year-old me was like, I've got these goals or whatever, and now my goals have changed, and I'm kind of like, what's the next step? But you have a lot, so many people, and they, they look at it, and that's not an excuse for me either because there's still more things I want to do and I want to accomplish. But then I sit around and I'm waiting on tomorrow. Well, I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it tomorrow. And so what I did was, if you look at my board up there, it's got like all these different things I need to do, but not they're not pressing. I don't have to do them today. And so what I did was I wrote all of them down. And now what I do is I make sure, some of them are just like little reminders, but I take one thing off that board and I do it today, no matter what. No matter what today, before today's over, I'm going to do one thing. I'm going to make one big move today, not tomorrow. I'm not putting it off because as long as I'm always wrapped up on the things that have to be done today, because I've got enough things like on Monday morning when I come in tomorrow, I'm going to have enough things. I'm going to get here at 530 a.m. I'll work till probably 9 p.m. and I will work the whole time on things that 
quote unquote have to be done today. That's a stupid ass saying too, ain't it? Right? What? Why do today what you can put off for tomorrow? What? Why put? You ever heard that dumb ass saying? I, I've heard the opposite. I've heard the, the opposite makes sense. The opposite. Why is do what tomorrow what I can do? Why yeah, put why off, put for, off tomorrow, for the day tomorrow? Yeah. Why I put off for tomorrow what I can do today? Right. I've heard but that. But I've heard it both fucking ways. And I, when I heard it the other way, it was like, is that not the dumbest fucking thing you ever heard? Stupid. Like, so how stupid. How are you supposed to move forward <coughs> on anything? Because tomorrow is, is is a is a is a hope. It's not a real thing. Nah. I mean, we could all die in a car wreck today. We right. could all fucking. In which case, some of the things on that board are not going to matter. I'm saying we could all have a fucking stroke and be mm-hmm. fucking paraplegic. You know what I mean? I mean, or so whatever. does that does that affect how you um, like how you prepare goals? Like absolutely. You know, I mean, yeah. like you know, some people prepare goals like in five years I want to be here, ten years I want to be here. So do you just leave I don't it even up? I don't even do ten year goals. You just leave it open ended. Like yeah, you just have a goal now. Yeah, I don't do ten year goals. I, I will do like because a lot of people do overestimate what they can do in a day and underestimate what what they can do in a year or in five years. Um, you can do a fucking lot. You can do a lot in a year. In a year. So basically, you can do a don't, lot in five years. Don't date your goals then, because no. I mean, I mean like you that. can say I want to be here in a certain amount of time. I'm not saying don't date your goals because there's certain things. Okay, you can't do certain things today, but a lot of times, some things take time. You you focus so right, much on yeah. the big goal, yeah. you focus so much on the big goals that you got an elephant to eat and you never start eating it. Right. You know how you eat an elephant? I've talked about it on here before. One you, bite at a time. One right? bite at a time. Yeah. You just got to take a bite. Okay. Stop putting that first bite off until tomorrow. Take right. the first bite today. Why are you waiting on the first bite? Mm-hmm. The first bite is sitting right in front of you. You know what the first bite is. Most if you time. don't, if you don't know what the first bite is to reaching your goal, that should be your goal. Finding out what the first bite is. And that and first bite usually delicious. And then you want to take another bite. Or it's not. But you still nah. got to take another bite. I mean, you know? in your mind though, you'll be like, oh, well, I need I need to make a move today to move me to that end. And if you're not doing that, if you're not taking that step every single day, if you're not forcing yourself, because here's the thing, especially if you're like me and you're self-employed or even worse, you're not self-employed because it can, this works both ways, right? If you're self-employed, you really don't have anybody telling you what to do. And so every single day you have to get up. And there's a lot of things, especially if you're in the position I'm in. Well, I'm in a position in my business where I don't really do anything I don't want to do anymore. I don't ask for phones anymore. I don't set appointments anymore. I don't teach classes. I don't want to teach anymore. Yeah, I don't. That's nice. I I, de- I I pretty much delegate anything I don't want to do. Yeah. The leadership stuff that I want to do, I know. I'm, I know I'm not making eye contact with the camera the whole time. Uh, the leadership stuff I do enjoy doing. Teaching the classes I enjoy teaching. I still teach those. Um, I do very little things I don't want to do. Some stuff with like taxes and stuff like that I don't want to do that I still have to do. But. Um, I get to that point where I don't have to do anything I don't want to do anymore. And I don't, so that means that there's nothing pressing anymore. That means that there's nothing pushing me every single day. That's like, this has to get done. This has to get done or this has to get done. And so I, you can kind of get lost in complacency at that point. And you can end up burning yourself to the ground because now you have people doing a lot of that work for you. You're not moving forward anymore. You're not, you're not pushing the business. You don't have any pressing and everything can burn down around you because you're not thinking about that next step. Flip that on its head now. Okay. The first thing, if you are self-employed and in that position, which very few people are, because it took me years to get there. Um, if you are in that position, you have to have a lot of self-discipline to be able to get up and do that shit anyway. Do it anyway. Okay. Don't put it off for tomorrow, which is easy to do because nothing has to be done today. Nothing. Nothing. Almost nothing. Other than the classes I have to teach. Nothing I do has to be done today. Flip that on said, If you aren't self-employed, that means you're working eight to 12 hours a day for somebody else. You don't have a say-so what you do in that time. That time isn't yours. Somebody's paying you for it, okay? Then you get off, you have between 
12 and 16 hours left for you to do your shit and six to eight hours of that sleeping. Okay? Then you got to think about family and whatever. You got to find the time in that time now to do what it is that you're wanting to do, to, to get to where you want to be. That's even more difficult, really. Yes, absolutely. That's even it's more hard. difficult. It's hard. You know? So now all of a sudden you got to. You, you have you got you got to really knuckle up. You got to you got to put your nose to the grindstone and go above and beyond the time that you're already getting paid for the eight to twelve hours you already got paid for. And now you got to go out there and hustle some more. Guess what? It's not easy. It's not easy. To be. But what's what's you got to make a decision though? What's going to be harder? The effort you got to put in now to go above and beyond and get where you want to be, or to look back in twenty years and not be there? Because one or two is going to happen. Now here's the way I see it. I want to grow my presence on social media. I want to grow my business beyond Columbus, Mississippi. I want to affect and I want to help people all over the world. That's my that's my goal. That's my dream. My dream is for my podcast, my YouTube channel, my stuff to grow so that I can inspire, motivate, and encourage people all over the world. That's that's my that's my cause. That's what I want. Okay. It's not about the money for me. I make not a killing. There's a lot of people in this town that make a whole lot whole lot more money than me. But I, I pretty much can have buy anything that I want that I really want. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not financially where I want to be, but I'm, but I'm at a point where now I can pay my bills. If I want to take my family to dinner, I can pretty much anytime I want. I don't. I can. I, I can stare off in the distance when I'm pumping gas. I don't have to worry about like you know stopping them on some do- certain dollar amount. And that was a big goal for me. You know, just getting there, getting to the point where I had enough money that I could stare off in the distance when I'm pumping gas and not worry about what what the numbers on on the gas tank. Fuck yeah, that's a big that's a big thing. If right you ain't there. never been, if you've never been to the point where you weren't there, you don't know how stressful it can be pumping gas. Knowing I got twenty five dollars in my account, my car is on empty right now. I got to get to work the rest of the week. I got to stop this before it goes above twenty five because I don't have more than twenty five dollars to put in this car. I need sixteen dollars and and then. Nine dollars mm-hmm. to eat on the rest right of for the, the week. rest of the week. Right. Yeah, if you've I've never been, that been there, many times. Right. And if you've never been there, you don't know how stressful that can be. You know, I've, I've made it past that. But here's the thing: if I give it my all and I come in here and I do this podcast every week, I do my my YouTube stuff, I do my Facebook stuff, my Instagram stuff, my TikTok stuff, whatever, all my social media, I'm putting myself out there, and I follow my face. That doesn't matter to me. Because that may happen. Here's the thing, guys. Mm-hmm. That may happen. There's a really good possibility. There's a lot of people trying to do things like I'm doing. There's a lot of people that are focused on like mindset like I'm focused on. There's a lot of people that are way better at it than me. There's a lot of people way more qualified than me. There's a lot of people that are way more talented than me, way more skilled than me, that know more than me. And they're out there doing the same thing. And if I go out there and I follow my face, You're still successful. who gives a shit? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. I'm still getting to come in here and do jiu-jitsu all day. I'm still getting a, still getting a, to run a gym that I love for fun. I'm still going to do all the things I enjoy doing. If I go out there and fail, at least I tried. Mm-hmm. At least I went out there and gave it my all. At least I took a shot. If it, it was only to hear the gun go off, I took a shot. Right? That was my problem with starting a podcast. As you may have noticed, I'm not an expert at this. I don't know what I'm doing. I still we've been doing this a year almost. I, I still what, don't know what I'm doing. We've been what, doing this thirty some weeks. What if you just Move your mouth and my words come out. I don't know what that means, but I'm going to move on. So I don't know what I'm doing. And when I first started, I, I always used to hate the idea of doing something I was bad at, doing something and failing at it. But something that you have to realize, dude, like whenever you start anything new, you're going to be bad at it. Mm-hmm. It's going to suck. You just got to do it anyway. When you first start, when I first started doing live videos on Facebook, they weren't good. 
They sucked. When I first started doing this podcast, our first few episodes were not that good. They sucked. And we've gotten better. But guess what? Compared to people who really do this for a living and this is their thing, we still suck. Yep. You know, compared to people who do have like viral, you know, million dollar YouTube channels, we suck. Like we're not good at it. But we're doing it. Though. But we're I mean, doing it. Exactly. Right. We're doing we're not supposed guess what? When you first started doing jujitsu, were you good at it? No. No. Still not good you at it. You can't be good at it. I still don't feel like I'm good at it. I've been doing it for twelve years every day. You know, I still don't <laughs> feel like I'm good at it. When you first start doing anything, you're going to suck. That's the price you pay to be good at something. You have to suck at it first. It doesn't matter how talented you are, because here's the thing. I was talented at speaking. I was talented at a lot of this stuff. But then you compare me to people who are good at it, because being talented at something and being good at something are not the same thing. Mm -hmm. Not even close. I just figured out something you're good at. What's that? I can't type and talk at the same time. That was a password. I don't give a fuck. I can't do it. (laughs) You know, a lot of that, I think, has to do with, like, when you're younger, you always uh, you always worry about what other people fucking think. Yeah. And the older you get, that that kind of diminishes. <laughs> Especially me now, I'm, yeah. not, oh, I'm pushing yeah. fucking forty. And man, I, I've had that problem a lot. Like, I think I think everybody cares what people think. I think it's important to focus on the right people. You think any of us could have yeah. done this as a sixteen year old boy? I could have. And done, Dude, I'm and done it and been confident with it. Um, I think Honestly. I was stupid enough to be confident. I, I think I was so stupid so I would have known. Blind confidence. I had blind confidence when I was younger. That's the reason I started my gym. See, I was like, blindly. I thought I was way more qualified than I was. Like me, yeah. as a little fucking crackheaded little, f- okay, as a little stupid ass little weirdo. Well, the older I've gotten, man, the, old, never the more, I, the less I care what people think. You know, I bet you, you know? probably still care what people think. You care about the right people now. That's the difference. You're at a point in your life now. You care about what people think. You probably still care what your dad thinks. You yeah, well, you and I have talked about this often about just in jujitsu competition too. That's that's a big thing about. Yeah, I'm me too. Like, I don't want. I don't, I don't know ninety fucking percent of those people in the in like at a tournament. They're mm-hmm. sitting there watching everybody over their fucking rails watching. But I, I'm like, man, these fuckers are finna say. I feel like they're gonna go home and say that dude in the fucking so and so shorts and that shirt, man, he lost bad. They don't give a fuck. They don't even remember. But I have to tell myself they that. don't even remember. Exactly. They don't even know who you yeah. are. And the, the people who matter, like your coach, your teammates, yep. your family, they're going to love you no matter what. Right. They exactly. don't give a shit. And that's the shit you, you learn think, older. You think when, yeah. you, when you compete, you think I really fucking care if you win or not? I'm excited when you right, win. Right, yeah. No, and I'm I'm it took me a long time I'm to learn that. I'm you're just going out there and competing, right. dude. I don't give a fuck if you yeah. win or not. Like, I, can, I care just because I like... Uh, coach them. Yeah, I'm coaching you. Well, and, you know that, what I mean? Yeah. But, when I lost my fucking MMA fights, you know, I was like, I was like, damn, these... That doesn't mean public loss, too. What's your record? Huh? Right, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but anyway, I, me personally, I got inside my own head and I was like, man, these fucking people, they're not going to fucking kick it with me no more. I'm fucking trash. I used to do the same thing. But, well, I kick it with you all day, every day. I don't give a fuck. It, but what your this motherfucker is. here is, hadn't changed the fucking beat. And that's that's why I love the gym fam, to be honest with you. Cause, yeah, because we don't care. It, we don't it, care. It, We're going to support you no matter what. Well, and, that, and I say that. But they all lost again. in one, too. You want yeah. me to tell you something that uh, that I've learned when it comes to MMA? Because I have both been on cloud nine and cloud one. Okay, I've been at the I've been on the ground below the dirt, and I've been on cloud nine. I've had fighters win in Bellator. You know, I've got you know Hannah's number eight now in Bellator. I've got I've had fighters that we we went a few years there. And we only we didn't have anybody winning for a couple of years. Nobody. We had one fighter win a fight in like a three year period. We had one fighter who was winning. Yep. Everybody else fought for us, lost. Um, there were a few factors that played in there. One of them being I didn't know what I was doing, but. You know what I learned? How you does, really find out who's on your team. Fuck yeah, you you really find out. 
who's going to have your back and who's going to be on your team when shit ain't going right? You learn how to uh, put fighters in with people they're better than or as good as? That's a that's a factor. That's yeah. a fact. But I'm also a better coach. Now. I know how to get people ready. I know how to I know how to make people's jujitsu better. I know how to rep I know how to that repetition is so important. Getting just, athletes to do the same movements just over, instead of just throwing new stuff at them every day. I'm just saying like the same your, things your over age, and over again. Like in your in your tenure since you started to now, like have you ever put anybody up against somebody they shouldn't have been fighting? Yes. Yes? Yes, many times. Really? Myself and other fighters, yes. Of course. It's just yeah. something to but learn. That's, that's going to happen. So. Yeah, I, that's going to happen I even figure, this point. I, That's why I'm asking the question. Like, yeah, that's going to happen even What this about, um, so you've also probably put them against people they were way more dominant than, right? Of course. And that's an easy fucking question that's, to do. Especially like, early on in their career because you all right, you take two 0-0 guys. You know nothing about either one of them. Okay, we'll take the fight. He's 0-0. We're 0-0. He's 0-0. Right. All right, cool. All right, you can look at it as the camp at that point. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's hard to it's hard to – it's hard to it's hard to explain that. Like, so if you look you look at somebody and you say, "Okay, this guy's chiseled like Anthony Johnson." That don't mean anything either. They don't mean shit. That's what I'm saying. But would you much rather put him up against somebody who's shaped like Josh Raspberry versus Anthony Johnson, or no? I mean, yeah, for first five. I mean, I'm always yes. gonna take the win. Don't get me wrong. If they, if they want to give us a win, I'll take the win. But you'll take the win, but it also gives them fight experience, right? Cage experience. It gives them crowd experience. It gives them mm-hmm. everything, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. The the what I'm what I'm getting at here is like I've been on both sides of it. I've been like I had to go through that time to get where I am now, right? And we're still not the best team out there. There's a lot of teams that have way better fighters than us. You know, everybody. There's, there's always somebody, right? Better. Exactly. I mean, you look at. I mean, and then when we get to the next level, I mean, we'll be looking at like American Top Team and Jackson Wink and people like that. The point of the fact is, though, you're not competing with them. You have to look at it. Life is not a finite game. If you read the book The Infinite Game, I've been really on this on this crap for about the past few weeks. Life is not a finite game that's 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 determined by winners and losers. You you can't win life. There's nothing you can do to to to, to die tomorrow or whenever. And they declare you the winner. No. There's nothing. You have a legacy, but there's no winning. But you're still dead as fuck. Right. You're still dead, and you, you didn't win. You didn't lose. Okay? The question is, what do you want to do? How do you want to spend your life? What? How do right. you want to be remembered? So what's your headstone to look like? Exactly. It, like, if another gym opened across the road for me, is my goal to put them out of business? No. No. My goal is to be the absolute best gym I can be, to be the absolute best leader I can be, to be the absolute best coach I can be. And then by default, if they're not doing the same thing, they'll close. Yes. But guess what? If they go to into work and they do the same thing as me and they open a gym across the street. And you'll compete. And guess what? We're not even competing. We're both winning. You won't be competing, mm-hmm. but you will compete. We'll both compete, yeah. That we'll both stay open. Right. That's what I used saying. to think of it as I got to close my competition down. I don't have to close my competition down to win. All the best, all the best companies in the world have competition. Fuck yeah. If you don't have Apple, competition, you're not going to get better. Microsoft. You know what I mean? Pepsi, Coke. You're like, not going to get better without competition. But I'm not going to say that either. I think so. My, by competition, a worthy rival can be a great motivator, but it's not the only motivator. I have to come into work every day with the mindset that I'm going to be the best version of me I can be. And then if everybody around me doesn't do the same thing, I'm going to put them out of business. But if they do, guess what? There's room for both of us. Nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. Nothing else matters. Now, when it, when, it, when it hurts me is if it's like somebody that you're close to that doesn't. I mean, one of your main coaches or somebody. You know, somebody yeah, if you went and opened a gym across the street. You know, 
I got you, bro. But there's room for everybody because there's very few people that are going to put in the work to be successful. There's very few people that are going to put in the effort to be where they need to be. Very few. I mean, the margin is so thin. If you look at 100,000 people, there's probably maybe 1,000, 1%. 1% of people that are going to go out there and hustle and do anything. Anything. Everybody else is going to want to go get a job. They're going to want to go you know, live on the fringe. And if you look at a, somewhere like Columbus, Mississippi, of the people that know how to do what, what I do, the chances of me having a competitor that's going to do the same thing as me, they're going to have to learn from me first, most of the time. And that's okay because there's enough out there for everybody. You know, the thing about it is, is you have to stop thinking about tomorrow in terms of, in terms of planning, it's a good thing. In terms of getting ready for it, that's fine. But when you're putting off your dreams, your goals, your aspirations, when you're putting off your life, and let me tell you where I messed up. It wasn't in my financial, my business sense. That's not where I messed up. You mean to tell you where I messed up? In everything else. I was putting off my happiness for tomorrow. Mm. I was putting off the relationship with my children for tomorrow. I was putting off a relationship with my wife for tomorrow. I looked around and I realized, holy shit, my kids are only going to be little one time. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to get to a point where I'm going to be making money passively and I'm not going to have to come to work all the time and work every day and I'm going to be able to spend time with them and be with them. Dude, I've been there for a year. I've been at the point where I could let go for a year, over a year, and spend time with my kids and still make money. Bro, I didn't come in at all last week. How many people did y'all sign up, Mo? Um, I'm gonna say 10, or 11 or 10 people. They made... Almost $4,000 in down payments, in down payments, and I never shadowed the door. I sat, I sat in my bed and did nothing all week long. I've been there for two years. That's not including down, like, like monthly drafts and all that. I'm talking just down payments, just new members coming in and paying, okay? But I couldn't see that. I was so blinded by the fact that I'd been in a habit of every day coming in and working 60, 70 hours a week, 80 hours a week. You gotta it's be all I, here. I gotta be here. 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 Can't make money if I'm not here. Can't make money if I'm not here. And I was so blinded. I was missing out on my marriage. I was missing out on my children. I was missing out on my relationships. I was missing out on my life. I was. I was refusing to be happy because I felt like if I was happy, then I wasn't gonna make money. I gotta keep grinding. Gotta keep grinding. Gotta keep grinding. So it's not just about your your financial goals. I'm still gonna. I'm still gonna hustle. I'm still gonna make those goals happen. I'm still gonna make a million dollars. I'm still gonna make a billion dollars or whatever, you know, hundred million. Trillion. I'm, I'm still going. I'm, a trillion is not really my goal. I don't even want to make a billion, honestly. That's not my goal because the amount of work that I got to put in to make that kind of money mm-hmm. is not worth the mm-hmm. the sacrifices I'm gonna have to make to take to get there. Yeah, but the amount of money that I want to make, babies to do that shit. You know, that was the uh, that was the reason I texted you Friday Friday about yesterday's class because I knew you was gonna I knew you was gonna try to come in. Yeah, and I was, was. like, man, he, yep. and I was like, man, I, I know you. Yeah, I was like, he's gonna grind and come in Saturday. I was like, yeah, I was, I was planning on it. Yeah, and I didn't need to because I was still. Yeah, but like you saying that that grind mentality, and I knew that. I know mm-hmm. that. And I was like, well, I'm gonna let me text him and see. Cause. Yeah, it it it's given me so much. It's so yeah. funny too, man. I was I texted my wife the other night. I said I realized something in my life that I came in and I started doing this so I wouldn't have to sit in the office all day, and I wasn't gonna have to like. You know, be you know, be happy at being working a quote unquote business. I was gonna be able to hang out with my buddies all day and have fun, and just kick it and do the shit I love. And in the process and in the grind of getting there, I lost sight of that because a lot of things I had to do 
to get where I am, I had to give up my why. I lost sight of my why to get there, right? But then I recently I've, I've reconnected with that why. I've reconnected with that, why do I wanna do this? I wanna do this because I don't wanna sit in an office all day. Well, motherfucker, if I come in here and sit in this office that I'm sitting in right now all day, to be able to do it, I kind of just missed the whole point, didn't I? Absolutely. Even though it's your office, you're it's still my office. In but I'm office. still sitting in the office all day. Yes, sir. Okay. I didn't do this. I didn't do real estate. I did this instead because I love what I do. I don't have to sit in the office all day. I don't have to do shit I don't want to do all day. Okay. Well, guess what? Still if I still it. hate what I'm doing all day, I didn't accomplish anything. Mm-hmm. I'm spinning my wheels. Don't put off for today for tomorrow. And that, that that's financial. That's going after your business dreams. But that's also spending time with your family. That's also spending time with God, spending time with yourself, going after the things you want in life, going after the relationships you want in life. Don't put it off for t- till tomorrow. Don't be a bitch. That's what bitches do. Yep. Bitches do that. Bitches put off today for tomorrow. And I'll tell you something. Nothing will leave you less satisfied and less happy in your life than putting today off for tomorrow. Nothing will leave you that less satisfied. Because let me tell you one of the reasons why. I'm going to give you the psychology behind it, okay? If you have goals in your life, you have things you want to accomplish. You want to spend time with your family. You want to you want to have a house on 100 acres. You want to have a This is what I want. Okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you. I want a house with some more land on it. I want to have enough money where I can comfortably pay for cash, all the toys I want, boats side by sides, you know, whatever. Don't forget don't forget that house beside your house. And let me tell you, me. with me what I my 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 rule with toys. I don't buy a toy. I got you, dog. I got you. Okay, too. I'm just making sure because you ain't say yes. My rule for toys. I won't buy one of them if I can't pay for three of them. Okay, that's the rule. I won't buy one of them if I don't have the money to pay for three of them. I've never heard that rule, but I kind of nah, have me a mentality. Joe. I, I kind of live something like that. Myself. If it's a toy, if it's not, if it's not something you have to have or something that's going to make you money, I don't get in debt yeah. for it, and I don't buy pay for it if I can't pay for three of them. That's for me and Joe. So if I, if let's say I want a four wheeler. Okay, and that four wheeler is three thousand dollars. I'm just putting out numbers. I won't buy it unless I have nine thousand dollars. Right, so me and Joe can get one. Nope, <laughs> that's not why. <laughs> that's what I heard. I'm because I'm, I'm not going like, to spend the whole fifteen thousand. I'm 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 spending the I'm spending the three thousand, but I know I can afford it if it costs three thousand. If I have nine thousand in cash, right? I know I can afford it then. If ahead. all I have is three thousand cash, that doesn't mean I can afford a three thousand dollar four wheeler. No, nah, but you can go buy like. Three nine hundred dollar jet skis, <laughs> right? On water junkie. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Y'all want to do one more? Yep. Do one you more. You know I'm down. Last one. Wes for this always cat. done. Down. Yeah, that's probably my last Look, one. Look, I'm fucking eyelids are twitching. I've never heard that, but uh, like just growing up through life, you know, I've like I realized that man, I, if I want something, I need to have enough money to buy more than one of them, cause, right? Because if not, absolutely, you can't afford it. You'll always. You'll always be here with the water just that's right. right here. And that's right. That's a fucked up feeling. Yep. Like uh, yeah. Why you think how, I don't buy shit, homie? That's how everybody lives, though. Everybody lives up to their neck in water. Dude, I've lived there too long in the past, and it is not fun. Bro, I live in a little house with a $500 a month payment. Like you talking my about payment on my house is five hundred dollars a month. Real talk. Four four bedroom house. I got it for I, I got a you know, I, I got a good deal on it, but I, I own you got a damn good deal because I pay seven twenty five on a fucking town. I own let me tell you something. I own two houses. I pay less than $1,000 on both of them. On my rental house, which generates me money, on like the other house I own, I pay like $300 a month for the house. I bought it foreclosure back way back in the day when you could still get foreclosures at a really good price. Yeah. 
we got another bottle. There's cool. another bottle in there. Um, I paid like thirty nine thousand for it. I owe like twenty on it, and uh, that's balling. And right. let me hold some. I mean, I'm not saying I'm rich. That's not that's not the point I'm making. The point I'm making is, is I make good money. I make decent money. But there's so many people that make so much more money than me, but they're living paycheck to paycheck. I'm just trying to see if you'll let me live in your house with other house for free. No. Dude, because I've been in that spot where you're talking about earlier, like uh, where you can't sit at the gas pump. And, dude, in the past, that's a fucked up position to yes, be in. Yes, it is. And I'm thankful I'm Or something tears up on your car and you can't fix it. Yeah. Well, that's and just then you're like, walking or, yeah. you, or you're riding a bike. My wife and I just bought that new car about a month and a half ago. And, of course, I'm financing it, but. Um, I didn't buy it because until I knew I had enough money to actually go purchase a motherfucker. Yeah. Like, if I wanted to, I could just go throw money on that bastard and be like, I'm done with it. But That's good. Then you have fucking credit you got to do with and all that. Right. Credit's a weird ass I thing. I told you about my credit. Mm-mm. You was telling me off, off the air the other day. What is it? I didn't tell you. Homie, we be paying. I, You know, I pay my shit on time all the time. I had about a fucking almost 800 fucking credit score. That I'm motherfucking proud of. I'm going to say it like that because I'm proud of it. And you we, should be. And because I started working on about, I don't know, I was probably 25 when I started working on it. Maybe 25. And I'm old as fuck now, right? So that's been probably nine years ago if anybody can count. But <laughs> <laughs> I like that facial expression. That ain't been nine years ago. You were 35, 25, what? You ain't 34, right? Finna be. Yeah, I guess that's right. You're three years older than me. Yeah, I be. I was in your 33. I be uh, 34 in eight days. In eight days, damn! Yes, Happy birthday, homie. Appreciate it. Um, but anyway, so my shit was almost at 800, right? And I made a payment on the Kia, you know, on Taylor's car, on the little, on the Soul, on the Soul man. And they didn't fucking add it to the thing. My shit dropped down to a 690. That what? I lost 110 points on a fucking payment i made you did you did make it did oh fuck yeah did you fight dude. it i don't know how to fight it you can fight it i mean it ain't over yet but but i want my motherfucking credit score back because yeah. i that's a thing like as a person who works for somebody mm-hmm. a 800 credit score that's like 800 credit score is good for anybody i don't care who you are if you got 800 credit score that's good i'm just saying Hell like yeah. for, for a motherfucker like me a motherfucking piece of shit like me to have an 800. Don't, hey, don't call yourself a piece of shit around I me. know, but you know what I mean. Just don't do that anymore, okay? I know what you Not mean. Not around me anyway. I know what you mean, You got to say three things. I know what you mean, doctor. I'm pretty. I'm funny. I'm super smart. But, uh. <laughs> but, uh. They got to be three true things. Oh. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm, I'm just playing. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> super smart. I'm funny. And I got a big dick. <laughs> How about that? That was two true things. <laughs> All right, I'm. Funny, I'm smart, and my foot's a ten and a half. I was talking about the smart, not the mm-hmm. not the dick. Anyway, oh, go ahead. I'm funny. I got a big dick, and my <laughs> foot's a ten and a half. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, let's run it. <laughs> but anyways, so the like, question, hold on, is a foot and a half? Is a ten and a half foot a positive thing though? It's just it's a, a true, true thing. thing. <laughs> okay, so you gave me two positive things and one true thing. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Does that work? <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Okay. Go ahead. Appreciate it, Mark. Uh, Mark, is that his name? Who? Romano. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. He, he, I didn't get that from him, but oh, I thought you the did three, get the it three from positive him. things. Something I've been doing for a long time. I thought you got it from him. Uh-huh. Uh, anyways, um, so it's a six ninety, and I was super pissed about it because that's something like I check monthly, make sure my shit is a one. My payments were one fucking hundred percent. You know, since I've been able enough to get credit, they may not be. I may not have a high credit score, but 
My shit. 800 is a high credit score. I don't care. It's a high credit score. I don't care. Who you no, know. no, no. I'm, I'm saying, getting so drunk. I'm starting to mess my words up. I know. Me That's too. That's how I, you know it's time to cut the podcast off. When I start slurring so bad, I start messing my words like up. Like when my eyelids start twitching a minute ago, I was like, I'm done talking. Yeah. But I'm not. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so 800 with 100% payment rate. I I don't give a shit if it's on a two $2 jet ski. Your payments are good. You know what I mean? And now my payments is 99.9%. It's I don't like, know where you found that $2 jet ski. <laughs> I don't know. Still Missouri barter. <laughs> Look. The, the, Shout out Still Missouri. Hey, The, the point I'm making that I, I walked around the whole world, you know, we talked about a lot of stuff today. But the number one thing I wanted to get into everybody today was that if you're waiting to do something and you're putting it off, don't slow Stop that shit. Quit. Quit doing that. Like, you're you're going to do that your whole life, and that's a habit. Everything that you do is a habit. Everything you do in your whole life is a habit, okay? If you ever let yourself get into the habit of not doing the things that you want to do. Like making payments on like time. Like making payments on time. Like starting a business you want to start. Now, you may not be in a position to start the business that you want to start. Saving money for the business but, you want to start. But you can start putting yourself in position to do the things you want to do right now. There's Absolutely. things you can do right now that's going to help you get there. That may be starting a podcast. They may be starting a YouTube channel. Or me, it's like starting a pre-jujitsu company. You know what I mean? It's like, you want to get good at jujitsu? Let's start by rolling on the floor like a snake. Nope. And then by the time the way you, you get, get good at jujitsu, is to start jujitsu. <laughs> that is Tyler. not true because I'm starting a company plan. about it. Terrible business plan, but <laughs> I make six dollars a week. <laughs> so <laughs> the point that I'm making is though, before Tyler rudely derailed me, was that go on laugh, Wes. It's okay. Let it out, brother. That damn skirt got me. <laughs> 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 the point that I'm making is though, if you're at a point where you're waiting to start your life. Stop waiting. Your life is happening to you right now, bro. Your life is happening in this moment. This is the only life you're gonna ever get. This is it. The, the life, shut up, Tyler. I'm making this shit He's, like, don't be You're making it so hard for me to do my closing bit. The, li- the point that I'm trying to make, man, Tyler's just killing me, man. He's making this really hard. The point I'm trying to make is stop waiting for your life to happen to you and start making it happen for you. Start making your goals a reality by taking the first step today. There's a million reasons not to do something. There's a million reasons not to let something happen. There's a million reasons not to pull the trigger. There's a million reasons not for it to happen at this moment. Tyler. I'm not even saying nothing. What's your you're, problem? You're mocking, me. you're mocking me on the camera. I just know what you're going to say because I'm so smart at it. I'm really good at this game. But I wasn't even trying to let you see I'm it. not re-upping this contract for another 10 episodes. No more episodes. I'm done. All right, everybody. This is Tyler's last episode, y'all. I love y'all. I'm just playing. But for real, quit doing that shit. Quit waiting for tomorrow to let your life happen. Let your work for it right now. Take your first step now. No matter if you've got kids, no matter if you've got a job or a business or whatever it is, if you're not happy with where you are, take the first step to being where you wanna be, take that step right now. Take the step at this moment. Quit complaining, quit crying, quit making excuses. It's time. Tyler, 
Are you fucking serious? No. <laughs> I can see you. <laughs> I'm not looking at Wes. What's your problem? I can see you I'm mocking not doing me. Anything. Man, you got to watch this movie. I'm sorry. I'll show you why I'm doing it. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm going to close my eyes so I can't see your face. I'm done, y'all. Look, <laughs> that's the end of the Man of Podcast. This episode. Quit being a bitch. Go get it done. Don't go be leave a bitch. Us, go leave us five stars. Thank you, Wes, for that for that backup. Uh, leave us five stars on iTunes or however you get your podcast. That's what helps us get more views, baby. Um, I'll see y'all on the next episode of the Man of Podcast. That's episode 35. I don't think it's episode 35, though. You said it's episode 34. I think it's 34. This one is. The next one's episode 35. Peace. Peace.